You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us now with your home improvement question. Call us now with your do-it-yourself dilemma. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Call us now if you've ever tried to move into a house and ended up with nothing but a great story as a result. Because coming up this hour, we're going to talk about one of life's most stressful experiences, and that is, of course, moving. It can be very expensive and very annoying. And by the way, the Obamas are doing it happily, I might add, right now. Their big move into their <laughs> yeah. new That's a move you want to make. Absolutely. But for the rest of us, we've got some tips to help make that process a bit more bearable. Uh-huh. And speaking of the Obamas, you know, the White House, it has been home to 43 first families over the years. And as each family comes in, they get to make all their own renovations to make it really a more personal experience for them in that humongo space. Well, what do you do if you've got a temporary living situation? How can you make it more personal? We've got a whole bunch of information to share with you to help you do just that. And while we're on the uh, presidential theme, we've got an interesting fact ahead about a former president who was actually ahead of his time when it comes to energy efficiency. Wondering who we're talking about? Well, it was Abe Lincoln, and let's just say there's a reason they're called Lincoln Logs. We're going to come up. We'll be telling you all about that in just a bit. And this hour, we've got a great prize for you. We're giving away a child safety kit from our friends over at CableOrganizer.com. It's got everything you need to baby-proof your home, and if for some reason it doesn't show up at your house, it's because it went to mine. That's because it's been Leslie tested. It's worth 60 bucks. so call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Let's get right to those calls. Leslie, who's first? Maria, New Jersey needs some help with a cleaning project. What can we do for you? My children got over rambunctious, and they used a magic marker on a white oak kitchen table. Ah, <laughs> and you don't like the distressed look, huh? Well, no. The permanent okay. artwork isn't doing it for you. What? Uh, what the, so the table is uh, natural wood? It's oak? It, it's natural wood, and mm. it's really a white oak. Okay. So we want to get that marker off. And, uh, you know, it's called permanent marker for a reason. Yeah, right? exactly. I know. But there, there is a solution. There's a product called Goof Off, which is very, very good. Uh, it's a product that's designed to clean off all sorts of things that stain surfaces. Mm -hmm. And even sticky surfaces, yeah, sticky items as well. Sticker residue, crayon, tar, markers, ink, lipstick, scuff marks, stuff like that. Um, it's available at uh, usually a hardware store or a home center, you know, Ace, True Value, places like that. Uh-huh. And it's made by the bar company, WM Bar Company, and yeah. uh, it works very well. I've got some goof off here because I have three kids. <laughs> and it's a necessary part of the 
household arsenal of home improvement products to keep everything nice and clean. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Right. Even when I was doing, um, you know, prop work for TV shows, and you would never know. Suddenly, you would need a wine glass for a segment, and the wine glass, of course, had the sticker on it that would never come off. The right. goof off was always in my kit, and it really was a go-to for a lot of different uses. So I, I guarantee, once you get it, you'll be cleaning a lot of things with it. Now that product is called Goof Off. That's mm-hmm. right. What your kids were doing. <laughs> I think mommy wasn't watching. <laughs> Marie, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Kenny in South Carolina's got a leaky roof. What can we do for you? Uh, I've got a problem with um, the Twirly Bird fans uh, that sit on top of the roof. The Twirly Bird fans. And they seem to be leaking when either one of two things, either we have no wind whatsoever. Which is almost never. Okay. Or, or when we have a really, really, really hard rain. Okay. Is it your sense that the rain is blowing through the fan, or is it a leak where the fan attaches to the roof? It's blowing through the fan. Through the fan. Okay. Well, first of all, those spinny fan types of vent devices don't really work that well as a, as a, as a venting strategy. You're almost better off not having them. And wow. instead, instead having something called a, a ridge and soffit vent system where the, the peak of the roof essentially becomes the vent. Right. Uh, those vents are just not that efficient at really doing what they're supposed to do, which is to carry heat out of the roof in the summer and uh, moisture out of the roof in the winter. Right. And won't those, those turbine vents not even work um, unless you have a soffit vent as well? Right, because they have to pull air from somewhere. And, you know, they're, otherwise they're just going to exhaust in between themselves, so to speak, from one to the next. So if they're giving you a hard time, I would suggest that you think about replacing them and go with either a plain square roof vent or, better yet, with a ridge vent. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Leslie. I really appreciate this. You, you're very, very welcome. Kenny. Thanks pleasure. so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Pick up the phone and give us a call. We'd love to give you a hand with whatever you are working on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We're here for you at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, packing up your life and moving into a new home is tough. Add to it the potential of getting ripped off, and you've got a very stressful project. Up next, we're going to have some advice to help you avoid all of that. You're in a Money Pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And one caller we talked to on the air this hour is going to win a child safety kit from CableOrganizer.com. It's got everything you need to keep your kid safe from common household dangers. It's worth almost 60 bucks. If you'd like to win it, pick up the phone. Give us a call right now with your home improvement question. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 
And it is true. Childproofing is a home improvement. And if you've got any questions, I am officially now an expert on it, being that Henry is at the point where he wants to open everything and then, of course, put everything in his mouth. So give us a call if you need a hand childproofing your house and give us a call if you need a hand childproofing a new house or you're moving and you need some help just getting your entire move organized. And we know it is one of the most stressful experiences that you can go through the big move. And, you know, moving companies, they are one of the most complained about businesses when it comes to scams. So here are a few tips to help you get through it. You want to start looking for your moving company at least six weeks before the big day and make sure you get three estimates. But beware of estimates that seem unusually low. Those are usually way too good to be true. Also important to consider a binding estimate as opposed to a non-binding. Now, you have to pay a fee, but it will prevent the movers from jacking up the cost after the fact. That is the worst possible situation you can find yourself in. All of your stuff is on the truck. And yeah, what are you going to do at that point? Yeah, the mover says to you, we have this little matter of the overcharge. And if you don't sign off, you know, they'll just drive off with your stuff. And it's just really, really terrible. So avoid that situation completely. You always want to go for a binding estimate so that you know exactly what your expense is going to be. You also want to check with your homeowner's insurance policy for any coverage it provides that will apply to the move. 888-666-3974. Let us help you move along your home improvement projects. Leslie, who's next? All right, Marion Delaware is thinking of taking on a stucco project. How can we help you with the job? I've got some stucco problems, and I don't know whether it's good to have it done now or to wait until the spring. Well, what's going on with the stucco? Well, it's starting to peel off. It's kind of in places down, uh, like they were in back of bushes that I trimmed down. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's come away from the cinder block. Okay. Well, you know, in the winter time, when you get a lot of moisture that gets behind the stucco, and it freezes and sort of peels away or expands and chips off, uh-huh. um, that's when you're going to get the most damage. So you might want to wait until the spring or the summer or the early fall to do a project like that because you're oh, going to okay. get... Uh, the best adhesion, you'll have better, warmer, drier temperatures for application. Uh-huh. Now, the repair is going to depend on how big of a damaged area you have. If it's just some small areas that need to be patched, you're probably going to use um, an epoxy patching compound. If it's a larger area, really big space, then you're going to probably use more of a stucco product and not a patching compound and basically replace what's there. Okay. It's really a job for someone that's very handy or a professional. Oh, I already have someone in mind. All right. Well, then then I think maybe you want to put that project off to the spring, and it'll look great all summer long. Debbie in Indiana is having some issues with paint and siding. Tell us what's going on at your money pit. Hi. We have an older two-story home. It was built, I think, like in 1918. And there is siding on it, aluminum siding. But anytime it rains on the south side of our house, we the paint is peeling off. Over the only the south side of the aluminum siding? Yes. All right. So here's why that's happening. On the south side of your house, you have the most sun. More okay. sun, more deterioration, more UV radiation, quicker deterioration of the paint surface. Apparently, it's gotten bad enough where the paint now is delaminated from the siding itself. This condition will continue to get worse over the next several years as the paint gets equally uh, worn out on the other side. Now, the good news is that you can repaint aluminum siding, Mm -hmm. 
but okay. you do have to strip the older stuff off first because you got to have a good you know base to adhere to. And the single best way to paint an aluminum siding is not with a brush, not with a roller. With a sprayer. With a sprayer. You want to go out and okay. rent a sprayer. You know, it, it, and it's you, really when, fun, Debbie. It's fun, but when you, <laughs> when you use the sprayer, you got to do spend a lot of time on the prep. So okay. don't forget to mask and everything. How do you take the paint off then? Well, you're going you're gonna to want to probably abrade that off. You're probably going to want to sand it, wire brush it to get okay. all the loose stuff off. You can leave some of it on if it's well adhered, but okay. if it's loose, that's what you got to get off. But remember, okay. you got to mask everything down, including the car and your kids, all right? Because <laughs> otherwise, they're going to get covered when you, when you whip out that sprayer. And get yourself one of those little paint <laughs> right. suits. Like, get that little white zip-up suit thing at the home center. You'll be really happy you did. Right. Okay. Exactly. And, and, and right. Hang, out, hang out a little sign that you're a painter, and you'll get some work from your neighbors. <laughs> okay. Thank you so All much. All right, Debbie. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Chris in New York needs some help with a plumbing project. Tell us what's going on at your money pit. I have a second home in uh, Florida, and there seems to be problems with the copper piping down there. Okay, what's going on with the pipes? Uh, it's sprinkling uh, a small leak. Not, I haven't had a major problem. I've had one small leak, and I've, they gave me a plastic pipe to fit it over. Okay. On the cold side. But then I went and asked some contractors, you know, about replacing all the pipes in the house. And I just wondered if there's hot water side. Right, so you're talking about pinhole leaks that form yeah, inside the pipe? pinhole leaks, right. Okay, well exactly. that happens when certain types of water that's fairly acidic reacts with the copper and causes these pinhole leaks. Um, if, you've, if it's just happened once with one hole, I mean, I wouldn't go crazy and replace all the pipes in the house. Uh, if it starts to happen more and more often, then maybe you want to go there. But for right now, if you've just got one or two pinhole leaks, I wouldn't panic. Okay. There's Thanks. probably better places to put that, that, those home improvement dollars. Windows. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. That's right. Oh, thanks again. Thanks for the advice. That's what we do. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Jennifer in Utah, you've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? Well, I have oil based paint in my entire kitchen. Okay. And I hate the color. I just barely moved in. I hate the color. Mm -hmm. I don't like the shine. It's like mm -hmm. fully glaring in my kitchen. <laughs> But and it's I probably easy to clean. It is easy to clean, <laughs> but I don't, um, I don't want to sand the whole thing. I've heard you have to sand it to paint over oil base. Is that true? Well, you have to certainly clean it. You want to get any any uh, type of debris that's on that surface off. It is a good idea to go lightly over it with sandpaper. But what I would do is, as the most important step, Jennifer, is I would apply an oil-based primer on top of that. Applying an oil-based primer is going to give you maximum adhesion to whatever is underneath it, and that's very, very critical. Once you have the oil-based primer over the old surface, then you can put latex paint right over that, any color that you wish, and you know it's going to seal well, it's going to stick well, and it's going to flow nicely, and it'll be great. Nice. Okay. All right, so you don't have to take it all off. You just have to rough it up a little bit, abrade it, make sure it's nice and clean, go on top of it with the oil-based primer, and then you can go use latex paint after mm -hmm. that. And for the kitchen, you want to make sure that you do go with some sort of a sheen just because if you go with a matte finish, everything really is going to stick clean, to yeah. it. It's going to be hard to clean. Even if you want to go for something that's not very shiny, make sure you choose something that's scrubbable, something that's made for the kitchen area, you know, good to stand up to the moisture and just the grease that ends up all throughout the space. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. 
Well, in this economy, many of us have become renters or renting out a place that we're trying to sell. So what do you do if you're living in a house that's not really yours or maybe you're in an apartment dweller? How do you make that space more personal without marking up those walls? We're going to help you do that next. On the Money Pit Radio Show, pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling 888-MONEY-PIT. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And one of the most common questions we get is how to avoid mold on this program. But there's been a new study out that has some pretty interesting findings. They say that even dry climates now are showing up as being very prone to mold. The study found that states with arid climates like Arizona and Nevada can actually have more cases of mold than many other wetter states. So if you're worried about mold, you might want to make sure that your home hasn't already made it through a mold problem. To diagnose and find out how to get rid of it, check out our mold resource guide at moneypit.com. There's free information there right at your fingertips. The mold resource guide available for free at moneypit.com. And you know, I bet every single home has mold and everybody always says, oh no, no, not me. And I bet you Mr. President Obama is sitting in his White House right now going, I don't have any mold here. Well, I would think again, Mr. Obama, there's probably mold in that White House. It's just very (laughs) well disguised. So are you finding that you're like the Obamas, you're in a new house or a new apartment and you feel like it's yours, you live there, but you don't technically own it. So how do you make it personal without marring it and, you know, not getting your deposit back? Although I wondered, do you think the Obamas have to put a deposit on the White House? I don't think so. Probably not. I think we pay for that. (laughs) Oh, right. Taxes. That's right. That's right. Remember remember Obama's slogan, work hard, millions are counting on you. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, I don't think that was his slogan. <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't in the campaign. <laughs> no, no, no. That just ended up being a bumper sticker post-election. Okay. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, we digress. But if you find yourself in a rental or you're sort of in a space that's not your own, but you're staying there for a long amount of time and you want to make it personal, paint really is the best way to put your personal touch, your own stamp on a space that truly isn't yours. It's not permanent paint. That's the key. And it's cheap. It's quick and it's easy. You just want to make sure that you check with your landlord first because some leases only allow for certain colors or some require that you repaint the apartment back to a neutral color before you move out. But once you get the go ahead, follow these tips for the best results. Remember that the more saturated or darker the color that you choose, the more coats it's going to take to paint it light again. And also, if you go with a dark color, get a tinted primer. It totally makes the whole project easier. And if you happen to like those darker colors, be creative with the designs or the patterns to get the look that you want. Now, with deep or bright colors, a little bit of paint can go a long way. Make sure you also cover your carpets and other areas to avoid paint splatters or accidents that could cost you your security deposit. A little bit of work, though, on a paint project can have a dramatic and positive impact on the look and the feel of your room. Need some more tips on how to tackle a painting project around your house? Got a wall that won't take paint? Got some stains you're trying to cover up? Give us a call right now. We'll help you out with that question. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. Chris needs some help with weatherproofing. What can we do for you? 
I just uh, recently uh, had my attic uh, have a radiant spray-on barrier put in in the attic and right. also had a ridgeline vent put in okay. to improve the energy efficiency of the home. Uh, now I've recently heard that uh, you can get this isoline uh, foam spray uh, for your attic, of which then makes it uh, airtight up there, and that approach would be they would want to do away with any uh, attic vents, make it super airtight, and to prevent hmm. the hot air coming in and improve energy efficiency. Are you familiar with that type of an approach for attic insulation? Yeah, you're talking about isonine. It's an excellent product. Um, it's a expandable foam. And it man, is, does it expand. Yeah, it expands like crazy. And not only is it insulation, it's an air barrier as well. The ventilation that's up there now is not going to hurt or help if you use an isonine type of insulation. You basically would have to remove all the existing fiberglass, and then it's sprayed across the ceiling and completely insulates and seals that ceiling from the rest of the house, which cuts back on, on drafts and that sort of thing. So you wouldn't have to be concerned about the, the ridge vent that you put in there if you want to go that route. Uh, you didn't mention what kind of insulation you have right now. What are, what are we looking at there? Just a typical uh, spray-in, uh, uh, I guess. Blown-in? Yeah, blown-in. Yeah. How many inches of it? Oh, I'm up to about 24 inches. Well, it sounds like it's a pretty well-insulated space. You've got 24 inches of insulation, it's well-ventilated, and you've got a radiant barrier. You know, I think you're doing a great job there, Chris. Okay. All right. Well, very good. Chris, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Leonard in Alaska, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we do for you? Uh, I was wondering what the remedy was or the ingredients for a uh, plug sewer line. Not a plug, but, you know, partially plugged. Do you know where in the line it's plugged, Leonard? Not for sure, no. Just uh, Well, mm. actually, it's not plugged. It's just draining slow. Okay, so we're talking about the waste pipe, like, from your sink? Yeah, it's from the shower. Leonard, what you need to do is take a half a cup of baking soda and a half a cup of white vinegar. Pour that down the drain together, then wait about 15 minutes, and then follow that up with some boiling water. You know, if you just boil some water in a tea kettle and then bring that right to the bath and dump that down then, you'll be really careful with it, though, because you don't want to hurt yourself. And also, if you've used a commercial drain cleaner, give it a good day before you go ahead and do this homemade concoction because the two can mix and cause some fumes that won't make you feel so great. So give it some time if you've just done a commercial product. But the homemade remedy really does the trick. Very good. That should do it. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome, Leonard. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, this is a very exciting year. It's always nice when you get a new president and the inauguration and you start thinking about president's past. And along that subject, let's get to Abraham Lincoln. Not only was he a pioneer in keeping this country on the straight and narrow and getting us on a good foot forward, he also was a leader in energy efficiency, but didn't really know it. We're going to tell you how he logged in. That's our little hint after this. On the Money Pit Radio Show. The Money Pit is being brought to you by Guardian Home Standby Generators, America's choice in power outage protection. Learn more at guardiangenerators.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. 
Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where we make good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you can be part of the Money Pit by picking up the phone and giving us a call at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. Not only are you going to get the answer to your home improvement question, and we're going to give you a hand with that, but one caller that we talked to on the air this hour is going to win a great prize. We're giving away a child safety kit from our friends at CableOrganizer.com. It's worth almost 60 bucks, and it's got everything you need to baby-proof against common household dangers. So give us a call at 1-888-MONEY-PIT for your chance to win. 888-666-3974. Now, we talk a lot about energy efficiency on the program, and there's one president in our nation's history who was actually a pioneer in green living, and he probably didn't even know it because I don't think they called it that back then. (laughs) We're talking about Abraham Lincoln. He spent his young years in a log cabin in Kentucky. Now, log homes actually score very big when it comes to R value, a factor, of course, used in calculating energy efficiency. Log walls contain millions of tiny air pockets, which store cool air in the summer and warm air in the winter. So if you think about it, log homes are really the original form of a green building. <laughs> Although, they probably honest- grew some ivy, too, which just added to the color and the allure of it. Which then made it a green building, which was something that Abe Lincoln would have said, my, that's green. Of course, I don't know that that's how it sounded, but I I was rubbing my chin (laughs) as if I had a long beard. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're thinking, wow, log homes, green energy efficiency, that maybe you might want of these, it's not a far-fetched idea to have a log home because thanks to today's building technologies, you don't have to run for the hills to build a log cabin. Many of today's log homes, they're built from kits and they're really easy to assemble. So with fact milled logs and a selection of over 200 manufacturers out there that build log homes, the choice is really yours. So dream big and build a log home if that's what you choose. 888-666-3974. Let us help you build up your next home improvement project. Give us a call right now. We're going to help you out. 888-666-3974. Who's next? Marie in Florida has a question about tiling. What can we do for you today? I want to see if you can help me. We put in a new flooring and uh, it was in the kitchen, and the tile is 12 inches by 12 inches, and we wanted to make it look nicer, so we sealed the tile in addition to the joints, <laughs> which was a mistake, because every time I tried to wash the floor, this uh, sealer comes off. Ugh. So how do I remove the whole thing mm. and just leave the sealer? You know, I'm wondering if you could do uh, some sort of an abrasive buffing of the floor with uh, with the cleaning compound, renting a floor buffer from a rental house, and then okay. buffing the tile surface to try to pick more of it off. You know, Marie, you might want to try acetone. Now, it's something that you would find in the Home Improvement Center, straight acetone. You can buy it. It's really, it's a good cleanser. If at your home you've got a nail polish remover with acetone in it, and the reason why I know that there's nail polish remover without acetone in it, it's because I've... um glued my fingers together with crazy glue before and believe me i've tried every nail polish remover that did not have acetone and it did not get my fingers apart as soon as i got the one with acetone it popped right apart the acetone is great at removing sealers you know super strong adhesives it may react with the tile so you want to make sure that you try it first in an area and if you've got nail polish remover in the house with acetone give it a test but if you're going to do the entire floor i would head to the home center and get like a big bottle of straight acetone i wouldn't go to the beauty store and try the nail polish remover marie thanks so much for calling us at 888 money pit 
This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Up next, you know, we tell you all the time that we are all about saving money. Wait till you hear the story that our next listener wrote in to us. He was able to save so much money, he bought himself a brand new flat screen TV with one trick of the trade that we gave him for appliance repair. We'll share that and take your emails after this. You live in a money pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Owens Corning. It's easy to insulate your home and save money. What's stopping you? Learn more at insulateandsave.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Available 24-7 at moneypit.com, where we take your email questions about your home improvement projects. And uh, we got one here from uh, a listener who actually had some success with advice that we dished out. Go figure. Must have been having a good day. <laughs> All right. This email comes from Rich Bratsby's, who writes, My dishwasher wasn't cleaning the dishes and glasses properly, and my wife suggested we purchase a new one. Well, one day I was listening to your show, and you suggested cleaning the bottom drain so after cleaning the drain the dishes now come out looking like new thanks so much for your great suggestion with the money i saved from buying a new dishwasher i bought myself a new flat screen tv (laughs) and i'm enjoying football games more than ever before way to go money pit all right rich well hey listen at least we got you a guilt-free flat screen tv and your dishes are now sparkling now on to Uh, An email here from Sarah in Spring Valley, New York. All right. Sarah writes, I have a bathroom in need of repair. There are tiles missing from the floor and wall. The sheetrock on the wall, which is right above the missing tile area of the floor, is damaged due to moisture and mold. Do we need to get rid of all the tiles and replace the moldy sheetrock? And is this something my husband and I could do ourselves? Um, You know, it's not a terribly difficult job, Sarah, but it is a bit of a messy job. And remember, uh, you're talking about doing some some work here in a bathroom, and it could take that bathroom out of service, so... I would also count into the fact whether or not you've got an extra bathroom, a second bathroom mm-hmm. to use. <laughs> or a friendly neighbor. On. What you're experiencing is very, very common, uh, especially in homes that were built, say, from the 80s on. They commonly use just drywall uh, in the surround areas, especially around the tub. And uh, the tiles you know, will only last maybe 10 to 20 years in a situation like that until the, wa- the wallboard gets so wet the tiles start to fall off. Mm-hmm. The best thing for you to do is to really actually pull out all of that old drywall and to replace it with a more durable product like uh, like Dens Armor or a product like that that's a tile backer mm-hmm. that will be very moisture resistant and very sturdy and very strong. And if you do this once and you do it that way, you won't have to do it again for a long, 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 long time. Mm-hmm. And attaching the Dens Guard is really easy. You just attach it into the stud bay on the wall right into the studs and then the tiles i mean that's an easy project to do and it really is a confidence builder so feel free make sure you get the right you know glue mastic attacher float the grout properly you'll do a great job and it'll make you feel really good about yourself all right we've got one from kevin in new jersey who writes i've got floors that are ice cold in the winter i have a dirt crawl space underneath and i'm trying to decide whether to use spray foam insulation or something like nudocrete or plastic liner that seals the dirt and closes the vent, making it part of the house. I live in a flood zone, and last year I had two feet of water under there, but only when the nearby river floods is this a concern. Uh, A couple of things here. First of all, Kevin, you're not going to seal that crawl space up so much so that you're going to prevent water from getting in there. You know, no matter what you put on the walls, it's not going to float. So in terms of dealing with that flooding, uh, if it is in fact a rising water table or rising river, 
I would look to perhaps a curtain drain system installed around the outside perimeter of the house to uh, collect some of that water and perhaps run it to a lower area where it will could be distributed. Will that move if the river is overflowing and they do live that close? Will it move that much water away to prevent this? It, it actually will. And in terms of the cold floor, I would recommend fiberglass insulation, unfaced fiberglass bats uh, placed in between those floor joists. Use as thick of a fiberglass bat as the floor joists can take. Very easy, very inexpensive to do, and it will make that floor nice and toasty. All right, Kevin, I hope that warms your titsies. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. The show continues online at moneypit.com, where we hope that we've given you a few ideas to help improve your money pits for the coming year. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Helping you build big dreams. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio.